We are live on a beautiful Tuesday night, all in on high school sports. It is our first annual uh, live student athlete with us tonight, Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti. And we have tonight with us, introduce him. Mr. Ryan Zimmerman, a wrestler from Long Branch High School. Welcome, Ryan. Hey, what's up? Thank you for uh, being not only on the show tonight, but being the first student athlete on our show live. So um, we're very excited to have you. Um, how's it, you know, we, before we get into the sports thing, how's it going, you know, with this whole pandemic and stuff like that? Uh, what's going on? What have you been doing? I've been working, trying to find out, like, what's going on with college and stuff, just hanging out. High school kind of basically ended, right? Yeah, just hanging out. Started working at the beach again. That's really it. It's a nice life working at the beach, you know? It's nice, you know? Summer before your first year of college. Nice, 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 nice. Very uh, fun times. Congratulations on your graduation. Oh, thank you. Very nice. Um, What else did I want to get into? By the way, you guys want everyone to know, um, I do work with Ryan's dad, um, the principal in the Kearney School District. And uh, he told me you're uh, a little of an NFL fan. So, all right, let me ask you the first question. We're going to get into more NFL later, but who's who's your favorite NFL team? Oh, I like the Giants. Okay, you like the Giants. Okay. (laughs) We're going to hold off to that for a little bit later, but I just want to prep you with some questions on that. But um, let's get into why you're here tonight. I mean, Ryan has many um, unbelievable uh, accolades that he – you know, in his wrestling career at Long Branch. Um, you want to start it up? Sure, absolutely. He um, finished fourth in the state at the 138-pound weight class this year. Uh, he finished with an overall record of 41-3, and three, including 27 pins, and he was the 2019 Mustang Classic Most Outstanding Wrestler. Want me to continue with his... Uh, his career stats as well as Absolutely. a career. This, his efforts this season earned him first-team All-Monmouth County honors as well as second-team Shore Conference honors. He is a four-time state qualifier, a two-time district, and a two-time region champion as well. His 147-23 and 23 career record is the second best in Long Branch High School history and um, is the 16th best in all-time Shore Conference history. I mean, that's a big resume. I, you know, <laughs> seriously, congratulations, Ryan. I mean, that's just, that's just outstanding. Um, you know, I'm going to be honest, like, you know, we're in Bergen County here, but uh, I always would ask your dad, you know, would always follow up, watch on, um, whether it's Twitter or any of the thing, like the Shore Press and check up on you. So uh, outstanding. By the way, we got a couple comments. We have a Marjorie Stewart saying, I am so proud of Ryan. So that's the first comment. And the second one is from Mary DeCastro saying, way to go, Ryan, congratulations. So there's the first two comments of the night. But um, let's just start with this. Let's start with junior, uh, get into a little junior wrestling. And the first question I'm going to ask you is, why did you choose wrestling? Okay, so uh, when I was younger, like second grade, I really didn't play any sports. And I just happened to get one of those papers home from elementary school. So I, I was like, let me give this a try. And... Uh, Actually, I was supposed to go to Mom's Regional Rec, but we uh, wandered into a wrestling club in Ocean called Triumph. 
So I've been going there literally since my first day. <laughs> um, and how was the junior? Like, when you first started, were you, like, was it, like, something, oh, my God, I can't do this, or automatically I love doing this, and this is something I want to do? What were your feelings when you first started it? I was a little lazy, so it was one of those things where I just did it to do it, kind of. I wasn't very good in my first couple years, but I was also super young. But, uh, yeah, no, I just kind of stuck with it. I was going to say, that's great that you stuck with it. Did you play any other sports while you were um, wrestling also? Like, at that young age there, were you playing other sports at the same time? No. You, so you uh, focused on wrestling right from the, from the get-go? Yeah. Nice. Right and nice. when did you know, like, when would you say you knew, like, wrestling's my thing? So going into the summer, going into fourth grade, I did a bunch of summer tournaments. Like I finally started taking it serious, and I got pretty good. So I guess right, right around that time would be uh, when I started really taking it seriously. Okay. All right. So let's fast forward now. Let's get to um, get to your high school. All right. Uh, you did your junior. You did your junior wrestling. Uh, was it automatically a done deal? You going to Long Branch High School? I grew up. I grew up about a mile away from there. You <laughs> wanted me to go to St. Peter's Prep down in Jersey City, which is right right by Kearney. So I yep. drove going down every day with my dad. But um, so I was kind of torn because I really liked it there. The people there were super nice. It was a super nice campus, you know, and all the stuff that comes with going to St. Peter's Prep. But um, I don't know. Just something about Long Branch, like being there since I was little. All the coaches, like. So that kind of sold me. Like I couldn't really imagine like being on the podium this year with in a different singlet or different uh, uniform. Just wouldn't have felt right. So I decided to go to London. But no, it wasn't a done deal. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about your your freshman year, your first varsity season. Um, you know, you you come to a program with a, a pretty rich wrestling history. So you're a freshman. You have a lot of upperclassmen, obviously, on the team. Were there any like seniors or just other upperclassmen that kind of set an example for you, or you like you were impressed with some of the traditions, or they kind of helped you really realize like the goals you wanted to set and achieve during your four years? Anybody kind of stand out to you in that freshman year specifically? No, not really. So our assistant coach, Nick Vizicaro, who's literally been my coach since I was little, kind of helped me set my goals. So he's probably somebody I looked up to my freshman mm -hmm. year. But uh, no, no, like people took me under their wing, like got me used to high school wrestling, but no one really I looked up to like that. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so your four classes that you wrestled, your freshman year, you were 106, sophomore year, 113, junior year, 126, senior year, 138. Before we get into the uh, the senior year, uh, go over you know from your freshman through your junior year. What do you you know? Um, how first off, how was it as a freshman? I mean, you were right into the starting lineup, correct? As a freshman, uh, it was pretty crazy. You know, uh, middle school you wrestle two days a week, and practices aren't as hard. If you sometimes you wrestle on the weekends, high school you're going at it every single day. So you'll have three, four, five matches a week. You know, so it was kind of crazy, like, keeping up with it. It was pretty draining, but I was a small 106-pounder my freshman year. I maybe weighed 103 pounds. Like, at the time, we thought I was going to wrestle 106 all through high school, which was – didn't happen. <laughs> Did like, you feel – here's a question. Did you feel like you belonged right away, though, as a freshman? Yeah, so um, I wrestled 
in like the summer high school stuff starting in like seventh grade because I was always around like a hundred pounds so there was always small high schoolers that I wrestled with so I was kind of ready for the competition level but uh it was just the amount of work that kind of was like a closer shock really that's a big adjustment definitely like you said from middle school to high school uh we're getting another shout out on a comment a Jason Corley is saying the zim master well, that's my athletic director. There oh, you go. There you very go. Nice, very nice. Thank you for tuning in, Jason. Just a little reminder to people to comment, right? If oh, absolutely. Yeah. If anyone would like to comment, please, I will. Uh, we will read the comments throughout the show on the All In on High School Sports page. If you guys want to comment, say anything for uh, Ryan, please feel free to do it. Um, okay, so anything else? Sophomore year, junior year, what stood out? Um, so... Like I said, I made like it was said before. I made states all four years. So my freshman year, they take top four in the region. And my region was super, super hard at 106. Like there are guys that didn't even make it out my freshman year that were state place winners as a senior. So uh, just getting the states my freshman year, I was kind of satisfied. I ended up pulling the state champ first round. So <laughs> that's a that introduction. Yeah, so that, that was cool. Um, but uh. Then my sophomore year, I took second at Regions, which was pretty good. I was, like I said, like my freshman, sophomore year, I didn't have the best attitude. I was just happy to go to the state tournament. But uh, I had, uh, then my junior year, I won Regions, um, but I was cutting a lot of weight. I was cutting from over 10 pounds. Like not, wow. not consistently in a week, just I was 10 pounds over to start the year and I lost all the weight and had to maintain it. So I got to the state tournament and I I lost my first match because the way states works is so you weigh in the first day, which is a Thursday, and then you weigh in the next day, Friday, and then the next day, Saturday. So I was trying to maintain my weight, and I really wasn't doing a good job about it. So <laughs> I, uh, I lost my first match. I won my second match. Then I lost my third match. To, uh, so for the first three years of states, I ended up losing to uh, – one of my drill partners at Triumph, a different one each year. So oh, get out. <laughs> my um, sophomore year in the Wrestlebacks, I lost to, who actually I've been wrestling with since we were 850 pounds, Tyler Klinsky, who's a state champ. He's really good. I lost him in the uh, Wrestlebacks, and the next year I lost to uh, Eddie Hummel, who took fifth that year. He, he's real good, too. I'd wrestle with him all the time at club. I was going to say, so from uh, from teammate to foe, right? Yeah. Let's talk yeah. about your, uh, like, preseason of your senior year now. You, uh, you know, you have that great experience under your belt. So now you're heading into your, your final season. What were your goals and your expectations uh, individually, but also as a team? So, um, you know, a lot over the summer, the talk was to get on the podium. I've been there three times. I, I wasn't even close. I mean, I was good enough to. It was just a matter of confidence was what I, I think it was. So it was just really working towards that. That was the main goal. I figured everything else would take care of itself because that's like the pinnacle of high school wrestling is to get high up on the podium at the state tournament. So that was really what the main focus was all throughout the summer. Like all my assistant coaches and, all, and Coach George, our head coach, was working. And all my club coaches were working with me all summer to just get that done. So... I was really the main focus of my senior year. And how about uh, how about your team goals? Did you guys have aspirations in the conference? Those types of expectations. So, as a team, we're always Long Branch is always good. I don't remember the last time we had a losing record as a team from probably like 2005. So we're always really consistently good and battling for state titles. So the goal 
every year is to win uh, a section title and a group title. But um, we're in one of the hardest uh, sections in the state. So we have Jackson Memorial, who's consistently really good. Brick Memorial, who this year had four state finalists. Like, wow. So we knew it was going to be tough. We came up short, lost in the semis, but we saw it a pretty good year. Ryan, I just want to read a couple more comments. Again, Jason Corley, the AD, is saying, that's my guy, outstanding athlete, but better person. Uh, Kevin Verrilli, actually, somebody that we know that follows our – I went to high school with him. He's a rest, He was a wrestler in high school, and he's a head wrestling coach in this area. He's asking um, if you're going to American Washington, D.C., so yes, it is. So he's checking in. Um, Vincent Mandika, I don't want to know if I'm saying it wrong. Yeah, that's one of my friends. But uh, he's saying yes, him, and he's giving you, like, the uh, muscle emoji. And Eric Peters is saying – Likes his cheesesteaks. Uh, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's one of the teachers at my school who helped me out. Awesome. So, again, thank you for um, checking in on, those checking comments. In on the thank comments. Yeah, keep them coming. Uh, so a couple other things I'm gonna get, we're going to get more into your senior season. Um, what about your regular conference schedule? So you set out your goals. You said you wanted to get to AC, get on the podium. Uh, your conference schedule, how was it? Was it, I mean, anything – Crazy or like again, you—it's pretty much the same guys you've been wrestling the past three years. What your regular conference schedule? What, what was that? So this year was a little bit different than the past couple of years because I just got bigger than everybody else. Like I was wrestling up in a weight, so they move around the conferences and the divisions. So the what the way uh, high school wrestling schedule works—you wrestle, you get you put in a division. We were in A North this year, so we have Hal, who's always ranked in the top five in the state, Manalapin, who's real good. CBA, who's on the up and coming. So those are all new teams and new kids, but Coach George does a really good job of scheduling at a conference matches. So we drove down to a Bayonne or no Newark for um, a quad with like we wrestled Carney actually this yeah. year. Um, who else? Uh, a team from New York, Xavier. Oh, um, nice. Dutley. Uh, we go down to the Jack Welch duels, which is in Morristown. So we get a lot of good matches there. So. A lot of them, like the bulk of our schedule comes from big matches from added short conference, if that makes sense. We have a lot of big matches in short conference. Like we also have, they're real good. And that helps you later on down the road, yeah, right? I mean, that's, that's, you great. know. Yeah. So what that does, wrestling those good teams, gets us a lot of power points for the way they seed uh, mm-hmm. the state tournament for teams and in districts and stuff like that. Well, I got breaking news because your mother sent in her first comment <laughs> and I got to read it. It says, she says, thank God he brushed his hair. <laughs> So that's the. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, and then Carol, um, Carol Doyle saying she asked, she has a question for you. Wants to know what suggestions do you have to get ready for high school as a grammar school wrestler? Um, just keep working hard. Don't. The thing that kind of killed me when I was younger, I worried so much about doing good then, than uh, doing good in high school. Like the best advice I ever got was. Uh, my original rec coach was Big Scott Castello. He's some I wrestle with him all the time now. He's older though. He wrestled at Old Dominion. He told me not to. Win. I would get mad after I lost like a rec match. He would say none of this matters. Like, you know. And he would tell me stuff that like I didn't think was ever true. Like winning a region title. Like looking back at it as a little kid, like that was nuts. But uh, he would just tell me not to worry about uh, rec wrestling because all that matters is high school. No one ever asked me like how I did at little kid states or anything like that. So just focus on getting better for high school as much as doing good. It's fun to do good when you're younger, but it really doesn't hold any weight when it comes to the big picture. Good point. 
Uh, okay, so now we get to your senior season. We get to the Mustang Classic. All right, huge win. I mean, go on if anyone wants to go on the internet. You're all fired up. You got pictures, right? Great victory. You beat the kid. What? We came what second the year before in the states. He took second the year before and was ranked number one at the time. It's funny though because so I didn't want to cut any weight this year, like at all. Like I want, I walked around to maybe one forty three. I was just in one forty five for the first two weeks of the season. And the tour, the weight class for the Mustang at one forty five was insane. It was a kid. He took fifth at states, seventh at states, eighth at states, and a kid from Virginia who's actually going to American who won states. So it was those four guys plus me. Plus a couple other really tough guys that qualified. And I was light, so I was like, it's the day after Christmas. I really don't want to put myself <laughs> through the budget. And I, I didn't look at the 138-pound weight class, and I dropped down, and I made weight. And we were looking in the morning after, and it was the kid who I uh, am rooming with at school, Jack Neese, who took seventh this year. And then that kid, plus another kid who ended up beating me later in the year, all in the same bracket. So I was like, I just dropped down into basically the same – weight class like it was just as hard but um it ended up working out and i just ended up staying down there for the rest of the year so i mean one of your biggest wins of all time now yeah that's probably the biggest the win. biggest win before then like everyone knew i was pretty good like i was in an, i think i was ranked like fifth at 145 or seven something pretty low but i was always in and out of the rankings but uh that they pushed me all the way up to number one for like most of the year so that was pretty cool but that's that really exciting big scene if that makes sense awesome awesome then we roll into the districts pin pin and a major decision district champ regions pin then you win a 4-1 decision and then you pin um you pin someone who beat you in the beginning yeah. of the year correct with that match so in like towards the end of the year we have the short conference tournament which it's basically every it's probably one of the hardest tournaments in the state besides the state tournament like it is insane so we um it used to be the old region six so they moved around all the different regions so region six used to be just as hard as a short conference tournament there are guys who would place the states and not even make it out of the region the next year so they moved that around so it used to be a team tournament and they changed it back to an back to or to an individual so i uh based the three kids i took First, second, and third at the short conference were the three kids who took first, second, and third at the region. But uh, in the finals of the short conference, I, I don't know what happened, but the kid beat me up pretty bad. Like, I don't think I've ever lost that bad in my life. It was embarrassing. But I was ranked number one at the state uh, during that time, and it was all over the place. Like, I would open up my phone, and I would get notifications about it on YouTube, the internet, everything. So, and it was only, like, two weeks before region. So, like... It was kind of a blessing in disguise. Like, I didn't have the number one ranking. I was just going to say that. Is it, I mean, you know, do you think that loss, I mean, again, you never want to have a loss, but did that loss help you in the long run? It fueled you. Yeah, yeah. I think what happened, you never want to get overconfident, but I was definitely getting a little overconfident because I was just running through everybody after the Mustang. Uh, I wrestled a kid in the semis of the short conference who took seventh at States, who was really good. He's actually, I'm pretty good friends with him. I beat him, and I guess I... I took the kid pretty lightly, which you never want to do, which obviously I learned. Because he beat me up, like, real bad. And my assistant coach, Viz, who I'm super close with, just was replaying the match all the time. Like, I'm warming up before the finals, and he comes pulls me over to the side, and we watch the match again. Like, it was just replaying all the time. So it was probably a good thing. It got me hungry again, and 
it ended up working out. Yeah, sometimes you need that little uh, reality check, you know, and uh, yeah. and bigger things yeah. came from it. So that's congratulations. You persevered. It sounds like yeah. you've had, you know, we've discussed some really big wins that you've had in your career, you know, the um, yeah. upsetting the kid who beat you in the shore conference, you know, um, you know, getting payback against him, uh, obviously standing on the podium. I would imagine those are some of the biggest wins of your career. Is there any other big wins, whether it was, you know, from your yeah. freshman, even younger, or those are the two that stand out to you? Those or other ones that maybe you learned a lesson from, like you said, you did earlier? Um, I guess another big win would be my sophomore year. So the kid Tyler Klinsky I was talking about and beat me in the WrestleBacks of States. He beat me my first match, my first home match my freshman year. He beat me 2 nothing or 5 nothing, And they were in our division at the time, so we were going to wrestle them again the next year. For the, and we were the two best teams in the division. He goes to Middletown North. And I beat him, and we ended up winning the match by three. And that was a big toss-up. So I guess that would be one of the bigger wins. But uh, probably the biggest would be the Mustang Finals, just because I, I think it was a big, it was a big win because it gave me confidence, just for the rest of the year. I think that's what really I was lacking. That I think that's what got me over the hump. The place at states was the confidence. Okay, so now senior year we roll into states. Mm-hmm. All right, and. Um, Again, you meet what in the second your second match you meet the same kid that yeah. defeated you and so it was that just the way the the you know that was just the the draw or the way it came out or what happened was the way they seed states is on prior advancement and I never went past the second round of wrestleback so I had no prior advancement but I had a bunch of big wins over the year over the season and in the Mustang Classic the kid from Paulsboro who was the returning state finalist beat the kid I lost to so I was a triangle. And that got thrown out of the seeding. So I ended up getting the eighth seed, and he got the ninth seed. And they wrestled second match. And the kid from Paulsboro got the one seed. So I ended up having to wrestle him again. I ended up losing. You have a lot of uh, overlap with uh, kids you've seen before, your, uh, your club kids, right? So a lot, of, uh, a lot of kids you've known. Now, do you find that useful when you're wrestling? Like you get to learn, like uh, even your club, your club teammates, do you feel like you kind of know how they – you know, what their moves are, how to kind of combat them. What do you, is that helpful or is it more of like a hindrance going against someone you're also a teammate with? Well, the way I think about it is it's a competition. So I'm going to be friends with them off of the mat, mm-hmm. but when it comes on the mat, it's all business. But um, yeah. <laughs> I think it goes both ways because I wrestle with them just as much as they wrestle with me. Mm-hmm. They know what I'm going to do just like how I know what they're going to mm-hmm. do. So it kind of offsets. But um, yeah, now it, I've been so used to it. Like I've been wrestling guys that go to my club since forever because it's local it's right down the street the coach nick roy is a really good coach so everyone wants to go there i think it's one of the best clubs in new jersey so i just kind of got used to it it wasn't anything new in high school but uh yeah so going back to the states you win your first two preliminaries yeah then you lose a tough one what in sudden victory yeah that match was that match was tough so I knew they were going to be ready to go. Like, you know, no one saw me pinning him in the first period. That was just unheard of. Like, I think everyone, I was even surprised. Like, I, I got locked up the cradle. And I was like, I can't let go of this. I'm going like, to come back and beat him. And I'll just look stupid. So they had a scouting report. Like, he was the one seed. So he had the 32 seed first match and then, like, the 18th seed. So he knew he was going to get to the quarterfinals. So he was, he was ready to go. He was scouting for me. And... Uh, I, I was so nervous. I don't think the state tournament, the last, the quarterfinals, and then the round of 12, I thought I was going to throw up walking out. I don't think I've ever been nervous in my entire life. It and, was like, 
and it goes into overtime. I'm like, wow, I'm so close, and I panicked. Like, I had a stalling call. I knew I was going to get hit again because the ref said something about it. So I was like, all right, let me just see what happens. And I dove in on his legs, and the kid's super athletic, and I'm, I'm not. So he just went behind me and got taken down. I thought we were close to the edge, but, yeah, that one was a rough one. Uh, by the way, your athletic director is saying eighth grade was a huge win. He's saying that's where I seen what type of young man he was becoming and who he is today. Oh, so in eighth grade, uh, the middle school league we were in, I, I, I only lost like once in it, I think. So we were wrestling Pinelands, and they had a special ed kid at my weight. So I wrestled an exhibition with him and let him win, and it went all over YouTube. And stuff. I was that's just going to say, I actually saw that on YouTube. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's what kind of put me on the map in Long Branch. Everybody knew who I was from that. It was pretty cool. Do something nice. So then you come back, you win the first third place consolation, you win a 5-2 decision, and then you can't see it now, but if you go back, the audience who's watching uh, on the Facebook, uh, we have the highlights of your the next two matches. Um, you, you defeated um, two well, highly ranked opponents, correct? I mean, were they... Going into the state tournament, so I, I beat the kid um, in the blood rounds from higher and central. So I went, so I had a break. So I went back to the hotel room. I was relaxing. I didn't know who I had to wrestle. I really didn't look that far into the bracket. I was trying not to do that this year. Like, <laughs> the last couple of years, I got way into it and I got into my own head. So this year, I didn't even look at the bracket. Well, let me add before you go in. So you lose a heartbreaker. Is your mentality now, I mean, of course, you're down, you're upset, but was your goal still, listen, I got to get on that podium? Yeah, so what happens is when you lose in the quarters, you go until the blood round, which is if you lose, you're done. Your season's over. So basically, I, I lost and my career was on the line the next match. So I had to have a super short memory. Like, we didn't even, usually when I lose, we go through the film, we watch it over, we see what I did wrong. We didn't even look at it. I didn't even watch that match again. There's really no point. So we didn't even, we didn't even talk about it. We walked off and we started worrying about the next bit. It, was, it hurt for like 10 minutes because... It was, I was so close, you know, and I would have had a good match in the uh, semis, so I, I definitely could have made the finals, but it happened, so I was, I was, I've never even made it that far, like, I was usually done by 10 o'clock the next morning, and it was already 12, so I, I already made progress, but um, I was, I was more worried about in the blood rounds, the kid was a sophomore, he's pretty tough, he goes to uh, one of the other clubs I go to down at Rutgers, SKWC, he went there, so I kind of knew who he was, I never really wrestled with him, because I was so much older, but um, yeah, I was more worried about that. I didn't even think about the quarterfinals after that, after I got off the mat, basically. Okay. So, then you what? You win your next two? Yeah, so those guys were ranked. The one was from High Point. He was ranked uh, number two going into the state tournament. He took fifth the year before. He was real good. Um, he was actually the kid who won the uh, weight above me at the Mustang. So, I beat him one nothing, which was a nice win. And then the next kid... Two weeks before was probably the hottest wrestler in the state. He's from St. Joe's. He's the St. Joe's kid. Yeah. He beat the kid who won the won the bracket two weeks before at uh, in team states, and then he majored the kid that I beat to go to um uh to go to the next round from High Point. He that actually might be my favorite win in high school to be honest with you because I went out there like after I placed I just kind of let loose a little bit. I was having fun, but there were no nerves. I went out there and it took me down twice, so it was four two, and they put me to my back, and I got a reversal, so it, was, it went from being six two to four six four going into the second. I gotta tell I, you, I was putting together the clips yesterday, and I was watching, and I was very impressed with your uh, 
again, you persevered and, and stuck yeah. with it and yep. came, yeah, yeah, very impressed. So, um, and then I took him down to 6-6 six, six going into the third, and I picked bottom. And I thought he was going to let me up, because my worst position is definitely on my feet, just because my feet aren't fast. That's something I have to work on, but, so I thought he was going to let me up, and then he tried to keep me down, and I reversed him, so I went 8-6 to go to the third, fourth place. So that was my... That might be for Mustang out for my favorite high school match. Okay. Nice. Um, by the way, uh, Vincent Mandik is saying, Watch your, uh, watching your wrestlebacks and you placing was awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, that's one of my good friends. I, I've known him for a while. He came to all the wrestling things. He's the man. And how, I mean, how for someone who's never been in AC, how, like, that atmosphere, especially, like, how far you were, that atmosphere, is it just crazy? It's nuts. So, like, my freshman year, even, I've never wrestled in anything close to that. I walked out there, the lights are insane. It, it's unlike anything ever. And then wrestling in the third, fourth place match on the center mat, it's it's nuts. It's probably, I don't even know how to describe it. It's so loud, but you, like, block it out at the same time. It's crazy. So, you finally get to, you finally get on the podium. What was that? Was it more of, like, you know, like, excited i'm like pumped up or like a relief like you uh -huh. know or a little of everything yeah it was a little bit of everything at first it was like all right finally i got it done because like i said i worked out with uh, nick visicara almost every day in the season like doing double sessions everything so we were talking about it before like the week before states we were talking about like the wins and stuff like second all time in wins but he said like you're gonna be the only one if you don't get it done this week you're gonna be the only one on that list without a state medal so it's more like a week you know like put like a punctuation on my high school career I guess would be and then I got super pumped up like it was honestly the best feeling ever like sit up on that podium and then he announced them announced my name it was the best feeling ever what a what a nice uh, culmination for your your whole career, you know, Absolutely. that you worked you worked so hard for I you know, congratulations to you because, you know, I just speaking to you and your work ethic, it's so nice to see someone who works so hard and their goals come come to fruition, and you're so deserving. So, again, congratulations. Now, did you have a good meal all at, in, down in AC after you <laughs> got on the podium? So, um, what happens is, yeah, I wrestle in the morning. So, the way they do states is the next of Saturday, they have all the placing rounds. So, they'll have 7th, 8th, 5th, 6th, and 3rd, 4th on the middle map. So I wrestled my third, fourth place match at like, I don't know, 10 o'clock. Um, so I leave, I go, I, I think I might have eaten at like four different places, just on my way back to my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so a couple, I got a couple more questions for you. You answered already the biggest win. If you had to say one, though, you gave me two. Pick one. If you had to pick one of those two, you said, right now. Uh, probably the, um, I'll go with the Mustang, because that one was... <laughs> That was in front of all my friends. Like people, a lot, a lot. There, I had a lot of fans. Like um, at AC, like my mom's boyfriend came up. My dad was there. His brother was there. There's so many people there for me. So the support in AC was nuts. But doing it in front of like local, um, yep, people made it all better. Cause the brick and mortar was right down the street. It's nowhere near Paulsboro. So I guess I, cause I was a fan favorite for that one, and I got OW. I guess I guess it would be that one. I had to pick. All right. How about toughest opponent? So the kid who I wrestled, I, I never beat him, but the kid I wrestled my freshman year who won state, Anthony Clark, he was a three-time state champ. And I wrestled him twice. I lost both times. The first time was 2 nothing, my freshman year, and then I lost 6-2 my sophomore year. He's so good at just staying in good position. He's, he's probably the, the hardest person ever to wrestle because 
Talk to game plan for him. He's so good at everything. All right. Let's see if maybe this is one of the ones you're going to answer the same the same person. <laughs> Give me a match where if you could go back and do it again, where you either you think you made a mistake or a match where, listen, I, I should have won that match or I had a legit chance to win that match if I did something else. What's one what? match? Probably the quarterfinals of States. That one, that one still hurts. Okay. This year? Did this year's? Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I was so close. It was overtime. I probably, if I didn't get so much in my head with nerves, like now looking back on it, everything kind of worked out. So I really didn't have a reason to be nervous. But I was just so nervous. Maybe if I wasn't, it would be a little bit different. I would have adjusted a little bit better, not as tight. It would probably be that one. Yeah, if I could go back and change it, it would definitely be that one. All right. And then from any level, junior wrestling to freshman through senior club, what are your three favorite matches of all time? Whether win or lose, atmosphere, anything. Your three favorite matches of all time. Okay. All right. Um, so probably one of them would be the Mustang, just because of how crazy that was after. Like, everybody coming off the mat and following me. Um, that would be one. Uh, the state third, fourth place match, even though I lost. That kid I'm, is actually who knocked me out of state my junior year, and I'm pretty good friends with him. So that was fun. Wrestling with him in the middle of the uh, World call. That was cool. Um, and then regions. The region finals from my senior year. So my junior year, I won regions, but I didn't really wrestle well. My bracket wasn't crazy tough. That uh, makes sense. But uh, this year, like my region was probably the hardest region in the whole tournament. Uh, like, I beat a kid who placed at States to go to the finals, and then I got the, the win. I benched my only loss of the year at that point. So that would probably be another favorite one. All right, I'm going to go off script right now off of the agenda because you just made a great point about how you're saying you're friends with the competition, but how does it work? So you and a close friend, you wrestle. Who makes the first, like, text message afterwards? You know, is it the winner, the loser? Like, how does that work? You know, like, if you beat somebody, do you, like, text them later on or do you wait him for him to text you back? How does that usually work? You're, you're saying you're, you're really good friends. You're both great wrestlers, you know. What do you? Well, how's it work? Yeah, I'll give, I'll give a couple examples. So, at the Mustang, the, the kid I wrestled in the semis is really good. Uh, I'm, he's rooming, who I'm rooming with at school. He, uh, we wrestled him. He had all day, so like maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes after we were done wrestling, we were sitting in the stands talking to each other. So it was, I think we all have a mutual understanding. Like at the end of the day, it's business, you know. We could be friends off of it, but and then my friend. I wrestled in the short conference and region semis. I was at his house the night of the tournament. <laughs> it's, you know what, though? It's a little different than, like, another sport, though, because you take football, for example. Like, you and I could be really good friends or even basketball where I could still have a great game, you could still have a great game. But with wrestling, it's like you beat me, you know? It's just – it's a little different. It's a one-on-one. There's a winner, there's a loser where, you know, in another sport, both people could have great games, and but there's just – I don't know. It's, like, a little different. You know? No, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I think we're so used to it because both, both those guys I've been wrestling with since we were so small. So we kind of got used to it. And we knew. So the crazy thing is our towns are basically rivals. We wrestle every year. But this year we did it. So we were like, we were kind of pumped. We were like, yeah, we don't have to wrestle each other. And I'm there wrestling each of them, I think, three, a total of three times between the two of them. So it was kind of. But yeah, no, I think we're just used to it now. We're old enough too to where we realize it is what it is. And 
It's going to happen, right. All right, do you want to get into the training a little, yeah. Jen? Yeah, I was going to say, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, you touched upon a lot of um, the stuff we wanted to ask you about your training. You know, you, um, you're one of the most mentally tough sports that there is um, between making weight. And you already talked about, like, your jump from middle school to high school and what training in season was like. Um, you know, we we're wondering, like, what tell us a little bit about, especially some people maybe who aren't as familiar with wrestling. Like, when you have, you said that one year you had to cut 10 pounds, you know, like, what are some of the, the things you have to do in order to make weight? And, uh, you know, and how is that, you know, then you have to go to practice on top of it. You have to do your schoolwork on top of it. Can you just talk to that a little bit to our audience? Yeah, one, of the, one of the best things about Long Ranches. You know, our coaches are awesome. So they're always on top of your grades. You wait. So, like, you get the match, you have to go see one of the coaches in the morning to make sure you're on weight. But uh, we have a 30-minute period between when we, when we get out of school and practice where we do schoolwork. So I would do all my schoolwork during that 30-minute period. And our practice is insane. Like, my first day of high school, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> like, the level is through the roof. It's, like, 150 degrees in the room. You're running. So, I guess um, – that schoolwork wasn't really that hard because we had that 30 minute period, but the making weight, so what I would do is just, you know, I, I enjoyed wrestling. I would go from our 30, our practice, I would take like maybe an hour to eat dinner or do finish up on the homework. Mm -hmm. And then my freshman, sophomore, and junior year, I would go to trial and wrestle like a practice with one of the kids from a different town. But this year what I would do which I guess just because I realized that this is my last shot, I would go to our high school practice, I would run a little kid class at Triumph, and then I would stay for the normal practice. So I, I was getting two or three workouts in a day, but um, the biggest part about wrestling, like where you really jump levels, is the summer. Like, if I didn't wrestle in the summer, I wouldn't be anywhere near as good as I am. That was actually my, my follow-up question for you, like your off-season training and, you know, um tournament play I'm going to guess with with triumph you know I'm a uh, field hockey and lacrosse coach in the summer is a huge you know tournament time you know so where was when, when what was your biggest off-season training so triumph's open every single day so I go there as much as I can like I said Nick's an awesome coach he he's on top of everything he runs a great workout but he does a lot of tournaments like travel tournaments mm -hmm. so the big one is Memorial Day we go to Virginia Beach you'll get eight nine matches there a weekend so that, that's a big one that we go to. So like all season tournaments like that. Then there's an individual nationals you can go to. But the big tournaments, like individual-wise, are like right before the season. There's no like big summer tournaments that you could go to really for high school. Little kids there is, like elementary, but the big tournaments for high school right before the season starts. Uh, I'll piggyback off of Jen's question. Um, when you get to your level and you want to be at the level you're at, you're pretty much a 12-month wrestler. Yeah. You know, and just I want you to just explain to the audience, like, what's the life of a 12-month, like, wrestler, you know, like, and you really have to devote, and you kind of lose some stuff, like, you know, you might, like you're saying, Memor you might not have a, you know, a shore weekend, your shore weekend is a tournament somewhere, so just explain to the audience what it's really, you know, what it's like to be a 12-month wrestler. It's really, it's really not as bad as you think, like, it's an hour and a half out of your day. You really get down to it besides the long weekends and that tournaments it's an hour and a half out of your day so you still hang out at the Pennsylvania beach all day like we in the summer we have summer duels at our high school so it's like 12 teams well actually more than 12 teams a bunch of teams come in we have 12 math and i'm working at the beach all day and i go right there and then i go right out with my friends from there so it's really it's really not as time consuming as you think and an hour and a half in a week is a lot 
like every day for a week is a lot. Yeah, you do miss out on stuff. So all my my friends, like my best friends, they all agreed older than me. So I went to their prom last year, and they went out to the Poconos after, and I couldn't go. Like I paid to go, and I couldn't because I had wrestling. So you miss out on some stuff, but it's all right. I enjoyed I enjoyed Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach is a fun trip. So. You know, you lose some stuff, but you also gain some stuff. I, I love what you said. You said before, you know, I love wrestling, so I would go and I would do this and I would do that. And I, I noticed you said you um, help out with the, the younger kids at Triumph. So are you uh, kind of helping? Do you have, think you have a little coaching itch in you? or? <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, coach, he's got a whole wrestling college career ahead of him. Let him, let him, co- let him, get, his, let him get his college career. <laughs> Absolutely, but he could, he's giving back already, instilling that love that he has in the younger kids so that they could have it as well. I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it a little bit. Sometimes it was a little time-consuming. Like, I'd be kind of tired after practice, but I enjoyed it. You something to do. I'm sure that, uh, you know, you're a great role model for them, and uh, that that's a nice thing. Did you want to uh, get into some of the yeah, more, I want, more I want, fun I want to get a, This is a family question I want to ask you. Because, again, I know your dad, so I kind of know his demeanor, know how he acts. I've seen him. Um, really don't know your mom, but I believe I've seen your mom on a couple of your wrestling videos. You know, I, 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 I saw somebody. So my question for you is, I want you to describe the cheering styles of your mother and your father. So my dad, he, he come to every single match and he'll talk to me after about stuff, but unless it's a big match, you, you won't hear him. My mom, I could be wrestling a kid, it's his first day and you would hear screaming over everybody. Like, if you watch the um, match from the St. Joe's in the semifinals of the Wrestlebacks at States, you see my dad on one end of the bleachers, like leaning over the barricade, sitting there, like full washing. And you see my mom behind the St. Joe's coach screaming down <laughs> where a ref had to leave the stands from his chair. Like the refs have a line of seat, right? And before we walk on the mat, you have to leave the stands and go tell her to like shut up. So it's definitely, it's like night and day. She's all over the place. Like, even if you watch matches from when I'm younger, she's toned it down a little bit, but she's still. Still well, you got four more years of her with them, you know? Like... I'm a little bit farther than down the street, so I'm sure she'll miss. Actually, I don't know. She might, she might buy a, ro- uh, a van and take road trips up to D.C. There you go. I'm there sure, you go. I'm sure. All right, so we're going to get into a couple of fun questions with you. We're going to do um... – all right, well, let's, we'll start with yeah. one, and then we're going to get into a little, little rapid-fire round with you. Well, but yeah, before we get to rapid-fire, we have a kind of a little – different based question so you're warming up for a big match or even if like you're on the bus ride to a big match you have your headphones on what are you what's playing in your headphones what are you listening to so thing with me is i'm super superstitious like <laughs> i i wear i wear the same kind of socks like from my freshman year to my senior year i bought i got the clothes that they gave us at the beginning of the year my freshman year big so i could wear all four years of high school <laughs> Like warm-ups that I wore my freshman year, I wore my senior year. That's great. So, I listened to music once in eighth grade, and I lost. So oh. I never listened to music again. But uh, usually during, um, before matches, uh, I try to stay loose. Like, I try to have fun with it. So I'll be messing around with people on the bus. My coaches are a big fan of it, but I'd be messing around with them. But then, like, right before the match, I'll start warming up a little bit. Like, but no, nah, never, music was never my thing. Okay, so I get well. A couple of things. Your mom is uh, your mom is 
commenting back in. She's saying the refs blew his pin, so they deserve to get yelled at. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. It was, a, it was a questionable call. And the fact that I could hear her over everybody in that sit, in the because during that time the semi, the semifinals had just ended, so there's still a lot of people in it, and all I heard was her. So, <laughs> You're probably very tuned in. And uh, our friend Kevin's asking, what weight are you going to wrestle in college? So on my visit, they said 141, and I'm still pretty light. Like I didn't cut a lot of weight to get to 138 this year. So probably 141, but it's wherever really the coaches want me. However, however I can help the team is what way I'll go. Okay, and uh, I guess well, you you answered Jen's question, so I don't. I guess I'm not even sure if you can answer this one. My question with the music was going to be, if there was like a, if you were able to have a walk up song, uh, no. what so would you pick? We wrestled uh, a team Middletown South this year, and they had walk out songs, and our coaches. It's old school. Like he won't. He, we're not listening. We're not having walkouts. Um, <laughs> I told him like I walked up to him after the match and I said, "You know, it'd be my walkout song." And I said straight out of Compton. He didn't think it was funny. That would definitely be my walkout. Song. All right, there you go. <laughs> nice, nice. So nice, you had nice. the answer. You, ready. I was gonna say you actually had that ready to go. Yeah, that's something we would talk about a lot. I was really pushing for it this year, but um, <laughs> it didn't happen. All right, so here we go. We got a couple rapid fun questions ten, for you. Ten quick questions. Ten quick questions for you. Jen, you're going to start no, it. Up. All right, I'll start it off. Here we go. McDonald's, Burger King, or Wendy's? Okay, so can I go off those three? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Should we put okay, Chick-fil-A my, in? Yeah, is Chick-fil-A in there? <laughs> no, my, my go-to fast food place is Taco Bell. Oh, well, okay. Right. Okay. For breakfast sometimes. Like, <laughs> that's the place to go. All right. All right, 7-Eleven or Wawa? Oh, Wawa, 100%. <laughs> I had a feeling it was going to be Wawa. <laughs> iPhone or Samsung? Oh, an iPhone. I, I've never had I knew you were going to go iPhone. But... <laughs> Good choice. All right, you're stranded on an island. What three things can't you live without? Oh, uh, probably my phone, food, <laughs> big one, um, and a bed. I like to be comfortable, so probably a bed. <laughs> yep, uh, Kelsey Zimmerman saying Taco Bell. <laughs> Everybody who's friends with me knows. They know. <laughs> all right, favorite movie of all time? Um, this is a tough one. I, I, have, I have a couple that I like to watch. Can I, can I just name those off? Sure. Step Brothers is at the top, 100%. Um, Goodfellas. Oh, nice. Uh, what else? Those are definitely top two. There's other ones, but Goodfellas and Step Brothers are definitely my top two. Okay. All right, other than wrestling, like what are your other hobbies and interests or what would you do with your free time if you weren't wrestling? Uh, just hang out with my friends, it's really. We could do, we do so much. Like uh, I work at the beach, but I, I hate the ocean. Like um, So when I was in like seventh grade, one of our assistant coaches, Billy George, took me out of a wrestling camp to bring me to the beach to do uh, junior guards. And I got, he told me to do the run, swim, run. And it was like regional. So like these guys, these people like, do it basically all year. I got out there in the water and I thought they were gonna have to come out and save me. So I just do whatever, you know. Eric Peters is saying Vision Quest. Uh, I, that's all right. I've watched <laughs> twice, maybe. Okay. Uh, three uh, musician, uh, three artists that you like. Uh, so all my friends make fun of me for this, but I listen to like old school rap, so like Biggie Smalls. Uh, Tupac and like NWA would probably be my three go-to. 
90s rap. <laughs> there you go. There you go. 90s rap is old school rap. Yikes. Uh, it's cheat day. All right. This might be Taco Bell might be in this answer. It's got to be. What foods are you making sure you eat? On your, or maybe you just made weight. What are you What are you making sure you eat? All right. So, after my, like I said, I'm super superstitious. So, <laughs> after weigh-ins, I would eat pancakes. <laughs> it would be pancakes and eggs. So nice. That was, that was my after weigh-in meal, but... Uh, a cheat day would probably be Taco Bell and Wawa. Those, those <laughs> oh, look at that. Two of the earlier questions. couple of comments coming in. Is this a rumor? Are you afraid of sharks? Yeah, no. Sharks, I, I don't do sharks. Okay. <laughs> Is that why you don't like the ocean? Uh-huh. Okay, all right. You're right about sharks. I won't even go in because of jellyfish. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about me. The truth comes out in the Facebook comments. And then... um. <laughs> Carol Doral again saying likes to travel. So do you like to travel? Yeah. So like, um, a lot of, yeah, no, I enjoy traveling. Like me and her, so that's my grandmother. So we went to California when I was in eighth grade. And then we went to Portugal right before the season this year. So. Oh, nice. Nice. Very nice. And Vinny's saying, uh, anything that's in, uh, your lunchbox, I guess is uh, a cheat oh, day. So Vincent would always have food in his lunchbox <laughs> Where, uh, this was like freshman year, and I'd be sitting there, and I had to like cut weight my freshman year, so I would always ask him for something. He'd always hook me up with something. <laughs> and my last one for you: sleep in or up early? Okay, so um, it depends. It really depends on what I have to do the next day. So like maybe after like a hard match or like a long night, I would probably sleep in. But like on a normal day, I, I wake up early, so I'm like hit or miss on how late I sleep. All right, and I got one more for you. College starts tomorrow. Are you prepared to cook, clean, and do your laundry? No. <laughs> no on all of them? I, I could cook like uh, toaster waffles. That's, a, that's about where I max out. Don't feel bad. I can't cook now. <laughs> Lucky I could clean. I do my own laundry. One out of three is not bad. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get into coaches. We've got like 10, 15 minutes. Um, I'm going to start. Tell me tell me a little about your coaches. First thing, I guess my first question, how have they developed you into the wrestler you are today? You know, just so they, they motivated me like crazy. Like Viz and Coach George, I think my losses bother them just as much as they bother me. And all my coaches are like attentive. Like even during quarantine, I'm lifting with uh, assistant coaches like, uh, Sean Brown, who was one of my gym teachers, who I would spend days like they're basically like my friends. Like I consider them family, so they motivate me just as much as my parents. Like so, I would sit like on days I couldn't eat lunch, I would sit in his office during prep. I'm sure he loved me talking his ear off, but <laughs> uh, no, they're awesome. Like that's one of the reasons I went to Warmbier. That's so, great. St. Peter's were, were great. They're super nice people, but. I've had these guys in my corner since I was five. And you know what? I mean, from as a coach, she's a coach, and she could tell you, I mean, the player-coach relationship, that's just going to – you're going to have that for the rest of your life. You know, like, you don't know, see many people. You, you see, hey, coach, what's going on? And it's like – it's just awesome. You know, it, it, it is. Yeah, and they're my bosses at the beach. So Liz and Coach George and SB all drive up and down um, on, the, on the beach all day. And it's not even the wrestling coaches. Some of, like, the football coaches, like uh, we have one coach, Coach Parker – who's been in my corner since day one, too. Like, he's in all, all the wrestling matches. I don't remember there was a match where I, I didn't see him at home. So oh, that's, nice. that, that's just what a good community Long Branch is. Uh, Joanne Caratora <laughs> is saying, I will send you your favorite cookies when you get to college. 
<laughs> and then my one more, here's, here's a question. I want you to be honest now, okay? You got to be honest on the air. All right. Your assistant coaches. I don't know all of them, but I know one of them, I believe, was a two-time state champ, correct? Yeah, that's Viz. Okay. So at their best and you at your best, who wins in a wrestling match? Oh, it's not even close. He, he'll, he'll kill me. So he, <laughs> he, he, like, so he had the takedown record for the state of New Jersey, and it was 260. I think my career high might have been 40. So the joke every year is that I was going to break his record, but um, <laughs> no, it's, it wouldn't even be close. He's so good. It's, it's crazy. Like he'll, he would drill with me during the year. Like after I lost at the short conference, he had me for an hour and a half and it might've been the worst hour and a half of my life, but it got me better. So no, it's not, it's not even close. I don't think all my coaches are so good. Like the one Dougie Cornell is a state finalist too. Like, so I think we had like one of the best coaching staffs in the state, personally. Let's take your uh, your head coach and you know the the one assistant there that you just spoke about that you would drill with. If you could pick one characteristic from that head coach and that assistant coach that you have seen in them that you think maybe something they've instilled in you that you would like to take to college next year, like what would what would you take away from each of them? So, um, all my coaches have great qualities. Like Coach Bellina, he um. He uh, would work out with me a lot. Like, I worked out with him during quarantine, too. So, like, just how, like, individually attentive they are. Like, they, you really think they care about you. Like, you're family to them. So, it's – I guess that would be, like, the number one characteristic. Like, Coach George, like, he's the man. Like, he'll give you the shirt off his back if you could. So, I think that would be the best quality out of all of them. Okay. Nice. We're going to get a little bit into with the couple minutes we have left here about your team. Yep. And – um. You know, this was uh, your last season at Long Branch. I know you said earlier you were, you know, really close with the class of kids ahead of you, but, you know, you wrestled with these seniors that were seniors with you and maybe through the youth program as well. Um, you know, that's it's um, mixed emotions, you know, like you're building up to that senior season, but at the same time, you know, it's, it's your senior season. So how would you describe your four years competing with them and at Long Branch High School? Uh, it was awesome, like. I have so many memories, not even wrestling, just after, like, we would go to Buffalo Wild Wings, stuff like that, like, I don't know, it, like, those guys are still really close to me, like, I've known some of the kids on that team since I was four. That's what, so, that's what we figured, yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, we were talking about it the other day, like, it's crazy how long we wrestled together and that it's over, mm -hmm. so, like, yeah, it's kind of surreal how quick it went by, like, I feel like yesterday I was still in school. And as a team, I mean, you guys did some phenomenal things. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys are the first team to win districts four years in a row? Yeah, so that was pretty cool. The way they did our districts, so they moved this every two years. So my freshman and sophomore year were different. It was a different district than my junior and senior year. Yeah, we did that. Um, and then your sophomore year, you were saying you guys were central group four sectional champs? Yeah, that was probably the best team I was on. We were ranked, we could have been, I think we were ranked as high as 11 at one point, and we got knocked off because we had some injuries and stuff. But, um, yeah, that was, that's probably one of the craziest high school memories I have. We wrestled Rick Memorial, and it came down to the last match. And one of my good friends, Dan Santos, was a senior. Um, he, it came down to him, and he won. So he won on criteria. So it was tied, and we had, like, the, the tiebreaker. So that was probably the craziest duel meet I've been a part of. And then that year, you were, what, 14th in the state? Yeah, I think we finished 14th. We took second at groups. We lost to Phillipsburg in the finals by 12. That that was almost as fun as wrestling at uh, Boardwalk Call because it's at the, uh, I don't know what it's called now, but everyone calls it the Rotaco Center in Long Branch. So it's, 
It's like the big arena in Tom's River East, and they Phillipsburg filled out maybe a whole section to themselves. It was so loud. It was crazy. And uh, by the way, you're getting a uh, an Adrian Castro is giving you a, a that a boy on a, well, uh, as a comment. He's teacher. He's awesome. <laughs> talk to us all the time. He's a soccer coach. Um, so what are you going to miss, though, with these guys? Like, if you're going to miss one thing with your teammates, right, what, what's one thing you're going to miss? Uh, probably goofing off on the bus. Some of, like, the funniest <laughs> memories I have of us are of us messing around on the bus. Uh, that would probably be it, from wrestling and then going someplace after matches. Like, um, like, so even my friends now, graduates, when I was, you know, they were freshmen in college, and they happened to be home for the bus night, and they all came up and watched, you know, went out after and stuff. Definitely the goof it off before and after matches. So what about to your, uh, you know, next year you'll be at American University and, you know, your returning letter winners that'll still be at Long Branch High School. What's your uh, advice to them for their, you know, 2021 season and even seasons after that? You know, just uh, take advantage of the opportunities you have. Like, I think I did that pretty well in high school, but not to the fullest. And you still look back at it and you see the opportunities you miss. Like, oh, here I could have done this and this would have happened. So that's really be the best advice I can give them because, like, you never know when the opportunities are going to come back. You really don't want to look back at it. Even I'm, like, three weeks removed from high school, and I'm thinking about the stuff that I missed out on. And leading into that, I mean, again, thank you again, Ryan, for coming on tonight. It was awesome. But we have three more little topics. We want, want to get, obviously, into your next step, which is college. So my first question is, why American University? So my recruiting process with American was actually pretty fun. Um my phone when I first like when I was, when I first reached out, they reached out to me because I was going to a big tournament in South Carolina, but I got hurt and couldn't go. And my phone, half of the screen was broken, so I couldn't see the top half. And I was answering their emails, but I, I it wasn't sending. I thought it was sending, and it wasn't. And I was in Portugal when I finally got one of the emails to send, and we were in a different time zone. It might have been three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> called me like maybe at four and I think it was like maybe 9.30 here. It was a weird time thing and I answered and I was like, who is this? We had a good conversation. I was supposed to go up on a visit uh, the Friday before Thanksgiving break, but I was away. So I had to go the next week. So it was a little empty, but um, I had a great, I liked everything about it. Like the, the head coach and the assistant coach both seemed like awesome guys. Like the teammates were super cool. So everything about it worked out. And it was a small school and I loved DC. Like, D.C. is probably one of my favorite places to go. So it was almost like a no-brainer. Awesome. When did you think you knew you wanted to, like, continue collegiately? Like, did you always have that aspiration, or was there something that kind of, like, at these tournaments when you started to kind of hear from college coaches, did it kind of pique your interest, or was it something you always, you know, had the ambition to do? So, you know, it's crazy to think, look, looking back on it, like I said, like, even winning regions was a big deal to me when I was younger. And, like, Division One wrestling was totally off, like, the grid. So, but as I got older and started, like, doing better, it kind of became a goal. So, once it happened, it was pretty cool. But, like, that was, that was a goal that I, I set out to achieve. I just want to interrupt because uh, your mom left a great comment. We have your highlights running. You probably you can't see them because you're Zooming with us. But we have some of your senior highlight video. And she said that she got in a brawl with an 80-year-old at that match because someone oh, yelled at oh. you. <laughs> that sounds like a story. Yeah, it's a quick story. So, uh, was um, I'm wrestling a kid who was like one of their better guys like he was the round away from placing twice I think and he was a senior and I was a sophomore and I, 
I don't think anybody from Phillipsburg has a filter just from <laughs> that experience that day. And I'm walking off the mat, and the mat's like you're kind of on top of people. And they said something. I even hear the lady could, I think she had fake teeth. Like she could barely walk. And she said something to me. And I like, look, I saw her out of the corner of my eye, but really didn't pay any knowledge. And all of a sudden, I see my mom sprinter from the top of the <laughs> Over like the lacrosse coaches, like stepping on his wife's lap, like totally shot out. Oh, that's good. That's good. Have you thought about a potential major in college, or are you going in open-minded? Uh, I think I'm gonna major in history. I want to go to law school after, and I feel like history is the broadest uh, major that would help. So I'm majoring in history. Nice. Cool. Nice. All right, I have a college question, and. Listen, your parents are here. I don't know if they're gonna like the question, but let's let's we're gonna answer this one. Besides wrestling, what's the three things you're looking forward to in college? <laughs> <laughs> you wanna hold off on that one? We can hold off on that one. Oh, I'll answer it. All right, go ahead. So, um, I heard DC is a pretty fun city. So, hanging out in DC, checking out the monuments. Um. You know, just getting that experience away from home would probably be what I'd be most excited for besides wrestling. And it's a really good school, so that I, I guess education too would be cool. But just being away from home and adjusting to like a new place. And DC is a gigantic city, so I'm super excited, I guess, just explore like a new place. It's actually pretty cool. We actually just went We're down there. One summer. of my friends with uh, the sports show that, uh, that I do, or my other co-host, uh, Kenny, lives in uh, Maryland and we toured we did a couple things we went to the white you know outside the White House a couple of the museums and stuff the monuments so it's pretty cool we actually just went last summer yeah very nice all um, right let's get oh go ahead no, anything no, else say you got all right I want to do up. real quick a couple things little NFL talk with you okay so you're a giant fan yeah number question one are you a believer in Daniel Jones I, I am uh, he, I didn't think Pat Shermer was that good of a coach Kind of got thrown to the wall. Hey, 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 watch Pat Shermer. I'm a diehard Bronco fan, and he's my offensive coordinator <laughs> now. So, But I agree with you. He wasn't a good head coach. I give that to you. Yeah, I think he did good with the Vikings as an offensive coordinator. Just some people aren't meant to be a head coach. Absolutely, and I hope you're totally right on that one. <laughs> but, All right, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I think he's going to do good. He just has to clean up those fumbles. And, I, and we built the offensive line around him. He's not going to have people in his face constantly, but... I definitely think that was the right move. At the time, like when he first got drafted, I, I was a little iffy on it. I thought there's better players available, but no, I, I think he's going to turn out good, especially with the new um, coach, like all the new coaches that we brought in. I think he's going to really do well this year. All right, so my next question is Mr. Joe Judge. What do you think in what, – what's your confidence level? I mean, came oh. from the Patriots, come, came from a winning system, never been a coordinator. So what's your so, thoughts on him? first when I first got like the notification that they signed him I was like who the hell is this guy <laughs> and, I, and I looked into it and like the best part of this uh, Patriots team last year was their special team mm-hmm. like, that's the Giants they, I think they had a block upon and a big return so I definitely think that was their strong point and then coming under Bill Belichick and how Nick Saban talked high about him like two of the best coaches of all time were talking high about him so I, I think you anything's better than 3-13 and 13, so <laughs> alright better better running back Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey? Well, I'm going to go Saquon because Saquon does so much with so little around him, if that makes sense. Like, he doesn't have a great offensive line. He'll still rush for 1,000 yards. He was hurt most of last year. Christian McCaffrey's really good. Both great players. Both phenomenal players. 
Well, I'm going to go Saquon just because of the little Giants bias. And Absolutely. How, how much he does with. <laughs> Got to um, have the Giants bias. Best quarterback in the NFL? Um, probably Patrick Mahomes. Definitely Patrick Mahomes. I think he's better than Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson might have a down year this year. I agree. I totally agree with you. You gotta. By the way, you gotta come on the K and K Sports <laughs> Show because it's it's crazy. I mean, but we do we do everything. We'll get into that later, you know. But but I'm gonna make I'm gonna but I'm gonna tell you. Here's my first thing with the K and K. She's gonna be mad at this comment, but I'm gonna tell you this straight up. I'm gonna make you look very smart. Because if any of your friends, especially going into college, and they say, who's the next best thing in the NFL? Drew Locke oh from the God. Denver Broncos. I can't believe we couldn't get, book we it, couldn't get through an book all-in. Book it, book it, book it. We Listen, couldn't get in through an all-in on high school stud. sports without Ryan, he's Locke. a stud. <laughs> Absolute stud. So sound smart and say, hey, I got Drew Locke in the Broncos this year. Listen, you're gonna look good. You digress. By the way, Eric Eric Peters is saying Brady with a question mark. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's better than Mahomes. I don't think so. <laughs> I agree with you. I think Mahomes. Okay, and here's my last question: Who's holding up the trophy this year? Super Bowl champs. I don't know. Hopefully, we have a football season. Oh yeah, that's that's first off. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. You know, there's. A lot of good teams. Like the Bills could be a, uh, a wild card in that. Make a, if they get hot at the right time. Uh, Chiefs probably are going to do just as good. They have everybody back. So I, I don't know. You know who I'm going with? I'm going with the team that was supposed to win it. Maybe one of the last two years. And he always either a bad call or... Oh, the Saints? The Saints. <laughs> yep. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like there might be too much tension with everyone going after Drew. So, that did that did change the atmosphere or the team atmosphere a lot. You are absolutely right. That could have, yeah. I, I didn't even think of that, but they definitely are there. Um, who else? 49ers, They're getting a lot of people back. The only thing that the only team that I don't want to win is the Cowboys. If the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, oh, I know. Me too. I can't stand the Cowboys. <laughs> I can't stand it. You think there's gonna be a season? Uh, yeah. I think so. If the NBA, the, everything seems is seeming to get looser, you know, the multi-billion dollar industry like the NFL, they definitely can find somewhere. To your dad said you're an NBA fan, so who's your team? So I just got into NBA. Like, <laughs> oh, I know, I know where you can, you know where he's gonna go, right? Oh, I, right. I let him, let him answer. Go ahead. I'm a 76ers fan. Oh, okay, good. Okay, we thought you were thought he was gonna say Nets. I thought you were gonna say Cause Nets because we're a diehard Nick fans here. So when you guys, so really, the teams down where you are in Long Branch, is that more Eagle fans? No. Or is it still Giants? Giants and Jets. Yeah. Okay. How about basketball? Who's the team down there? It's next, you know. Like, my, my best friend, Kevin Cerruti, likes the Rockets because his 2K player got drafted there. So it's kind of mixed. <laughs> okay. Um, but a lot of Knicks fans. Good. I like that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do, in closing, go ahead, Jen, you, you can well, you ask the last one. Well, 
I, I don't have any more questions left. I just have some uh, final thoughts. First of all, thank you again, Ryan, for joining us tonight. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Um, you know, obviously impressed with your resume. I would be remiss if I did not mention as an educator your academic achievements as well. You know, it's um, student athlete, and you definitely put the student and student athlete with a full honors course load and being a member of the National Honor Society. So American University is, uh, you know, getting a good scholar athlete at the next level. So best of luck to you. Uh, and again, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was an absolute pleasure to chat with you. Again, I echo with what Jen said, uh, our first live um, student athlete with us. Um, you are awesome. I mean, again, and phenomenal career at Long Branch and hopefully a tremendous career ahead at American. But um, I just want to give you the final word, you know, like, to your family, to your friends, to your coaches, to your teammates, like whatever you want, you have the final word. So <laughs> go ahead. Uh, I just really can't thank them enough. Like they've helped me, like they've gone above and beyond for me. Like even sometimes I wouldn't give back, like I'd be soft sometimes and not want to practice. And one time I slept through a practice after midterms, like, so, and they still stuck with me. It was just <laughs> such a fun experience. Uh, it's crazy that it's over, but I really just can't thank them enough for everything so very nice again anytime so you want to come on you. k and k please <laughs> oh, just just let me know i'm always down listen you come on talk <laughs> sports talk football talk whatever again awesome um we're gonna have this this will be up on youtube tonight i will um i'll send your dad the link we'll post the link on the um on the web page again i want to thank everyone for commenting everyone for viewing um again this is what we want to do and again like I went to your dad and said hey set something up with Ryan and you're phenomenal I mean we talked for like an hour and 10 minutes it was like we talked two minutes you know <laughs> so um, it was great though again like great job you know we're gonna obviously we'll be following you at American and Absolutely. hope to see you know best of luck to you best of luck I appreciate it alright thank you Ryan bye bye thank you guys alright see ya bye -bye. thank you